0: Welcome to the Insurance House podcast. Introducing your host, Mike Fusco. Our team enjoys speaking to risk management and insurance professionals across the country. We will bring our audience unique insights on all things insurance. We look forward to delivering excellent information to our audience. Whether you're an insurance professional, a client, a partner, or someone breaking into the industry, we're glad you joined and we hope to bring the best content to you. This is the insurance house podcast. Enjoy the show. Hello everyone. Thanks for joining Ray and I on uh, the insurance house podcast. So Ray, how are you doing man? Excellent. I'm excited for our guest today.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. She's awesome. I'm glad she finally made the time to join us today.
0: I know. Huh? I know she's, she's swamped with the Q4 (laughs) Q4. I know. Right. We're all swamped with that. Yeah. (laughs) Natasha. Thanks for joining. We have Natasha Ferricelli with us today. From Paylocity.
2: Thanks hey, Natasha, so much how for are having me. I'm doing great. You guys are giving me way too much too much credit already. <laughs> Thanks for having me.
0: We always give you the props. Come on, a New Jersey Italian. You know, come on. <laughs> we got to give each other the props. So, uh, <laughs> tell us a little bit That's about. Fun you.
2: fact: I'm not Italian. I know. The, oh, you're not. The, the last name throws everyone off. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, I'm not Italian. I am from New Jersey, so you got that right. <laughs>
0: Okay, well, at least, okay. You, at least you got the better half, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I
2: can see why you, why you made the mistake, though.
0: <laughs> yeah. But yes, Jersey Jersey's enough to get props. But uh, <laughs> we are live on the Insurance House podcast. Natasha, tell us a little bit about your background. We know you're from New Jersey. We know you're with Paylocity. But tell us how you made it out to Southern California and what you do day to day.
2: Oh, wow. Okay, you want me to go that far back? Uh, yeah, so. let's hear it. Let's hear it. Yeah, originally from New Jersey, born and raised, and uh, was working in business development for a a little company you guys might know called Staples. (laughs) And uh, ended up getting a promotion out here from New Jersey, moved out to California in 2011. So, been out here a good 10 years or so. And yeah, just living the dream. I moved to OC and then met my husband who works for the sheriff's department here in San Diego. And made the the move down here, which there's no better place to be than San Diego, right? So, um, I've been loving every moment of it and I joined Pelocity about three years ago. And uh, again, just been enjoying that piece too.
1: Perfect, awesome. Well, I mean, uh, the reason we won, we thought it was a great idea to come on the Insurance House because as insurance brokers, we come across this on a day-to-day basis, dealing with clients. I mean, we, Mike and I, were talking the other day. It's like, as insurance brokers, our roles have transformed over the years, where we're becoming more like business consultants, consulting our clients with a variety of different topics. Uh, you know, you know what I mean?
0: Oh man, it's like, yeah, but we're consulting on everything, bringing yeah. everything to the table. Yeah. So I love that you a-
2: guys do that, by the way, because that's that's so important, right? I mean, everybody's looking for partners that are going to provide value and not just stick to what they know, but think about other areas where they can be a resource. And at the end of the day, it's all about serving our clients and making them uh, their businesses operate more smoothly and saving them money and all of that and costs. So it's great that you guys do that. Kudos to you.
1: Yeah, we try to. And thank you very much for saying that. Um, But again, we, as you mentioned before, we try to partner with Entities in the market who are, you know, then they're going to uh, offer a, you know, uh, a technology platform that's going to be of value to them and works, in conjunction with what we're trying to accomplish for the employ, with the employer, um, mm-hmm. with, and whatever's in best interest of the employer, for that matter. Mm-hmm. So, um, with that said, I mean, for the for our audience, I mean, HCM, we H R I S, we see all, we hear all these uh, abbreviations uh, for it. So, tell us, uh, I mean, HCM H R S, same thing, right?
2: You got it. Yep. And that's a great question, because I struggle sometimes with which acronym to use and how familiar the marketplace is going to be with those acronyms. But essentially, they they both mean HR and payroll software. So HCM stands for human capital management, how you're um, managing that employee from hire to retire. And HRIS is just HR information system. So at the end of the day, it's all about the HR and payroll software that that you're using and the technology that's helping you. Manage
1: all of those processes and create engagement. Perfect. And like I said, we we deal with clients of all sizes, from from your, your small client to your mid market to your large uh, group accounts as well. But really, and so the ebb and flow of those businesses. I mean, there's different needs, necessities for each one. So, I guess for let's talk about the small business owners who maybe don't have an HCM. I mean. Why would they start looking at an HCM? What should they be looking for? When do you see that that buyer would start considering an HCM? What do you see? In, what do you see on the, in your front?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I think COVID kind of changed that dynamic a little bit for a lot of employers. Right. So before COVID, some smaller employers were able to get away with a lot of the paper processes that they were using in office. And you know, even processing payroll in-house with QuickBooks and, and those kind of systems. But um, as employers, depending on if they were um, essential business and stayed in office, they could maybe get away with some of those processes a little bit longer. But for those companies that move to a remote uh, environment, the need to move into automated processes, those HR workflows, you know, even onboarding and all those kind of tasks. Uh, became apparent that it was crucial to implement some kind of technology. So, you know, there's really no right or wrong answer or size. It's just a matter of, you know, what, what industry are you in? What are the needs of the business? You know, do you have the bandwidth uh, internally and, and, and are you looking at the right systems? Because we all know there's not a one size fits all for everything, right? So what's your budget and, and that'll kind of help you determine which systems you should be looking at to start with.
0: Okay. Okay. Now I know something about Paid that stands out. I think, uh, with many people, the reputation you guys have in the in the industry is your ability to integrate with other platforms that business owners may want to use on a day-to-day basis. Can you tell us a little more about that and how that could help?
2: Yeah, of course. So, so as I'm talking about this, know it comes up day to day is we really believe in a best of breeds model so i kind of just mentioned how not one system one system's not always the best fit for every client and and you see that in in all different parts of our lives even grocery shopping Right. so um to think that you can just do a one size fits all is is not a good model and so um, Paylocity takes a very strong stance on being the best of breeds in the HCM or HR Imperial software technology. We wanna make sure that we have all of the workspaces like applicant tracking, onboarding, time and labor, payroll, et cetera, all in one software system. But we know that partners like our benefit brokers or uh, 401k advisors, right? They, you guys have your expertise and that's what you're there for is you're going to help the employer identify which plans are going to be best for their organization and help support them along the way so the idea is how do we best work together so that the client really gets the um, custom design or experience that they deserve or need for their size and businesses change along the way right so maybe yeah. you start as a small employer and you know the carriers aren't accepting the feed, so they can be on a small um, plan group. And maybe, you know, then they're using a third party Ben admin system. And I know you guys are great about helping your clients and placing them on a system that's going to work for their size and helping them in the background. So our job is to be able to create those integrations where we can say, hey, your broker that you're working with knows your business. They're going to be able to do help you with the back." Um, the backside and the admin work, if they're going to put you on a system like Ease or Employee Navigator, you're going to want that to talk to your payroll system, right? You're going to want everything to be automated so that you can avoid duplicate entries and try and mitigate whatever risks are associated with having different systems. So we're all about creating those integrations and we've got hundreds of 360 degree integrations so that information can flow back and forth from our system to the next and then maybe when they're larger and they're you know in, in a large group plan maybe there's a discussion that we can partner together and say okay what's the best fit for the, the company now and maybe we're looking at you know pholocitys ben admin or, or other choices so it's just about not putting them in a box taking a best of breeds approach and and understanding that a client's needs change and we don't have to fit the, the bill for everything and we're not the experts in the benefits or the retirement plan space right
1: so um, I'm sticking to the small business and we're going to eventually pivot to larger businesses and, you know, who already have an HCM platform. So, but, but we'll hold off on that part just yet. Mm-hmm. So small businesses are considering an HCM because they feel the necessity, the certain parts of their business need it yeah. for scalability. So I mean, there's so much, there's so many HCMs out there, right? I mean, all types of technologies out there. So quite honestly, with these business owners, it's just overwhelming. So, I mean, if you're a business owner looking at different uh, technologies out there, velocity being one of them, I mean, w- what do you say that business owner as far as, you know, why Pallocity for them versus some of the, what, what, what's out there, the competition, so to speak?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It can be confusing those 50 shades of pay out there. <laughs> <laughs> so I get it, you know, and I, and I, I'm, I when I'm meeting with with prospective clients, I understand I try to really put myself in their shoes and where they're coming from, right? They're there this is a system that you're gonna live and breathe in every day. And you can sometimes get things can get a little blurred when you're looking at multiple systems and especially with all of the workload that HR professionals in our community have on their plates today, right? With with everything going on. So um, you know, it's really key for them to identify. Uh, what's important to them internally. Right. So I would say for, for HR and finance to be on the same page and for them to really uh, understand the priorities of the business and uh, to create a document, you know, so many times I'm, I'm meeting with prospective clients and I can tell, you know, who's taking notes, who has a process in place and, and what clients are going to probably need me to uh reiterate some information and show them demos again at the end of the day it's about being efficient with their time right and making sure that they make the best choice for their business not just about liking me or liking the next uh, person that comes through the door um so i would say you know obviously their internal process and once they're able to identify okay these are the things that we really need then they can narrow it down to you know what vendors or partners they're going to look at if if there if you want to know you know kind of my stance on, on what makes Paylocity a great partner, um, I would say it's a couple of things. Primarily, um, one is that we really we have a saying, and it's clients as the co creators. And so what that means is that because we develop all of our own software in-house, we're a homegrown platform. So some of our competitors will um, acquire in bulk, right? So they'll go and they buy a timekeeping system or a learning management system. That gives them a little less flexibility and control around changes and enhancements that they can make to the software. Um, Where with Pelocity, we're homegrown. So about a third of our 3,700 employees are software developers. And that saying, clients as a co-creator, goes back to the idea of working with our clients, giving them access to our product developers, and, and using the feedback that comes in through our feedback button and lots of other programs that we have in place to understand the needs of the marketplace. And that's how we prioritize how we're going to make enhancements to our software. We invest... Very heavily, 13 to 15 percent of our revenue actually goes into product product and development or into R and D, and um, that's it's one to five percent industry standards. So you can tell there that's one big differentiator. Um, And then again, going back to that best of breeds approach, right? We're not we're a single database, so we have everything in one system, but we're not going to box you in, and we're going to give you the flexibility um, to use the vendors and carriers that are a best fit for your organization. And lastly, I would say our retention rate, right? So we have where it's all about the people and we've got one of, um, the leading industry client retention rates. So we know that technology is half of the the puzzle, but the other half is what kind of service are you going to get from your provider?
1: Perfect. Thank you for that.
2: Yeah. That was a lot of information there? I just threw at you guys. So <laughs>
1: sure, no, that's, <laughs> that's great. That's great. Now that's, 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 that was awesome. So so let's, I mean, you, you said a lot there, a um, lot we can unpack on that. So mm-hmm. essentially, now let's pivot a little bit to, you know, a group that has already an existing HCM. Uh, Obviously, so you're, you're, you're talking to these t- these buyers as well. Um, if they have an existing HCM, what are you hearing as to when you're approaching them? Why are they looking for another HCM or do they have something in-house? What are they usually the... I guess growing pains or what have you uh, why they're shopping it out and and, and in, th- in that same addition um, why is it that Paylocity might be a solid fit for those larger clients as well I mean I mm-hmm. think you touched on it before on the small group but I would mm-hmm. just want you to re- reemphasize that
2: yeah sure I mean it's usually a couple of different areas why a client would be looking right so so one they've identified that they have they still have room to grow in terms of automating so maybe they've got part of that employee lifecycle automated, but they're missing a couple of pieces of the puzzle or you know, a couple of workspaces or modules, as I would like to say. And not all systems have all of those workspaces, right? So uh, a learning management system or a social collaboration tool like we do called community. Um, so there are pieces of that pie that might be missing from their current HCM where they're saying, hey, we need this, we need that. Um, and then on top of that, maybe they're looking to consolidate multiple systems. So they have an applicant tracking system, but it doesn't speak to, you know the, once it's onboarded. So they're doing double entry in multiple systems, and they really want to try and consolidate those workspaces and have things talk to one areas, talk to one another. so they're not missing anything and you know creating more work for themselves. Um, the other piece could be they're just challenged with clunky software. And we talked mm. about the way that you know Paylocity is built. So, uh, uh, in addition to being homegrown, uh, we also are built um, with an open architecture, so we can integrate, and and also on a microservices architecture. So, I know I'm gonna get kind of geeky on you guys, but sure. some software is built as monolithic, which basically is an older way of structuring a platform. It's built, it's it's an architecture that's more for simple applications. And then you have your microservices architecture, which, if you think about companies like Amazon and Netflix, those are built on microservices, which basically means that the different areas of the system can be enhanced and updated without taking down the whole system. And so that kind of alleviates some of that, you know, hey, my system was glitchy today and, and, you know, I got stuck in the middle of payroll. Um, And lastly, of course, not last but not least, uh, uh, is the customer service piece, right? So if it's not the technology, it's, Hey, I'm calling in, I'm in a, on a call center, you know, calling a call center, having to talk to someone different every time, go through a ticketing service, they can't get my taxes right. I'm not getting support with PPP and some of the other things that that hit everyone hard during COVID. And so really understanding that clients want to be able to call in and get a quick response, a quick you know, solution and keep their day moving because they've got a lot going on. So we we make sure that we have a lot of different ways our clients can communicate with us.
1: <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I mean, so you, uh, two things that stuck out to me, taxes and service there. So essentially, that's uh, in our world. I mean, we come across multi-state clients where taxes are, you know, laws are just vastly different from one state to the other, not to mention other policies and, uh, and protocols. So with that said, I mean, uh, tell us a little bit more about, you know, uh, as far as your pay loss is concerned, how do you handle multi-state clients and how you leverage that? Because obviously that's the name of the game, obviously liability around how to manage those employees from different states and making sure your taxes are up, up to speed on that. So tell us a little more about that.
2: Oh, now you're asking me to be a CPA. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. well, I <laughs> know you do it all in the country. Exactly.
2: I'm just kidding. You know, we're a national payroll, uh, uh, national HCM. I shouldn't say payroll provider. Sometimes uh, I get rubbed off by other people calling us payroll providers. Anyway, um, so we're we're a national company, right? And I think that's another important factor for uh, businesses to consider. Sometimes you're dealing with local payroll providers, and and even many times those providers are reselling a third-party technology. And that's another piece that's important to kind of bring to the table, right, is you don't know if that company is going to get bought out by a larger, um, you know, by their reseller or anything like that. So that's that's one piece. But yeah, being a national um, HCM, we've got to be able to help and support our clients in every single state, right? So we're super familiar with the, the different tax legislations. We even have a piece in our technology called PEAK, uh, stands for Pilosity Education and Knowledge. And going back to how we support clients and give them tools and different resources. While we live in a world today where people like to search for information in Google and have information at their fingertips. So you can even go into PEAK and look up state facts and see you know, kind of all of the rules and regulations in each state and we can even help with state registration. So I just had that come up on a call this morning where someone said to me, hey, does Paylocity help with state registration? Because it's, it's, it's a painful process for me and then I've got to track it all and et cetera. And I said, yeah, we can help. Now from a, from a, from a compliance, give you advice perspective, that's, that's a fine line, right? And I just want to make sure that we're clear on the fact that Paylocity um, is not a PEO or an ASO. So we don't um, overstep our boundary there, and and we make sure that our clients know that they should be leveraging, you know, if they're HR uh, professionals or payroll. Go ahead, are you gonna ask the question? There? Yeah,
1: well, I mean, just uh, you know, we know what PO and AS and ASO means, but for just yeah. for the audience, can you define that in order to continue with that train of thought? <laughs>
2: Sure. Yeah. Um, so PEO, you know, basically means that you're, um, operating under the PEOs, uh, FEIN, federal tax ID. Right. And the idea is for you to be able to use economies of state of scale to get, you know, potentially better pricing on your benefits or your 401k or your workers comp. Um, and that comes with a whole other, uh, yeah set of 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 questions and potential challenges or benefits Um, but yeah but so when you're in a peo obviously they're they're you're operating under their federal tax id so they're taking um their precautionary steps to make sure that you're acting in compliance with you know what they believe to be true in terms of legislation and compliance and, and requirements um an aso is similar you're still operating under uh, you're operating under your own federal tax ID but you're rolling in some of the HR compliance pieces
0: Gotcha okay yeah perfect mm-hmm. thing for that Yeah thanks for explaining Yeah I was going to ask you Natasha because you mentioned it a couple times but uh, COVID obviously is a big still on people's minds especially businesses mm-hmm. everywhere How did COVID and what did you see the impact of COVID on your clients and how did Paylocity help during that really the bad times of COVID, I think, you know, we're still in the, in the weeds a little bit, but not as bad as it was earlier this year and the end of 2020.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's just a different set of problems today. The yeah. People, the HR professionals and employers are feeling the pain of COVID in a, in a different way. So, so on the onset, it was more about, um, okay, how do I follow legislation, right? All of these updates that are coming out, uh, CARES, FFCRA, PPP, all of the different requirements. How do I manage this and implement it? And so from that perspective, we were very hands-on. You know, legislation came out and we our employee, employees stayed over the weekend to make adjustments to our software so that we could be in line and help support our clients by Monday morning we hosted a number of webinars just to keep everybody informed as we knew things were changing from day to day. Right. Yep. Um So that yep. was, that was definitely one piece. Um The other part was we recognized that uh, Paylocity in, in our DNA, we've been uh, more than 50% remote before COVID. And that I think gave us a leg up over some of our competition, if I'm being honest there from a service perspective, right? Cause it was, it was easier for us to pivot. So when I was getting, requests from some, um, prospective clients that were using competitors. And they're like, keep sending me this information. I'm not getting it from my, from my competitors. And I think part of the challenge was they they didn't necessarily know how to, okay, now we got to move everybody from in office and get their desk equipment and, and move them to their homes and all of that stuff that that comes into play where we had already had that in place. So we were able to support our clients and and answer the phones quicker. um, and then, we made a lot of our engagement tools free for them. So um, we have a learning management um, system or PLAT module LMS, and then we have surveys. So as clients moved into a remote environment, they wanted to get a pulse on what their employees were feeling, right? They wanted to make sure that they were, pushing at, were able to push out trainings remotely. So we made those workspaces free for our clients so that they wouldn't have to think about Okay, we we now we have to pay extra for this, and we're already being impacted financially from COVID. So that was another big thing, and and continuing to automate paper processes. I mean, that's been a thing forever, <laughs> but um, just making sure that we're um, investing in our HR workflows and onboarding. But today, Mike, to answer your question, it, we're still feeling the trickle even more so. I think because. As you know, right now there's the whole talk of the great resignation. COVID changed the way people, what they expected from their employers. And so that's why people are moving around like crazy now. And it comes up every single day with employers and HR professionals that I'm talking to where they're saying, hey, I can't keep my people. Everybody's jumping ship. You know, I can't attract talent. And, and, you know, technology is not going to solve everything. So Palocity is not going to be the answer to all your prayers. (laughs) You've got to have the right leadership in place and, and, and culture and all of that. But our engagement tools can play a big part in that. And when I say engagement tools, I mean, our social collaboration tool, our surveys, our journals. So the list can go on and on. And you can see I talk a lot, but but it's that modern <laughs> no, workforce idea that really motivates, and I'm passionate
0: about. So, I'm wondering why people have moved Like, what's the cause of people moving around so much after? Yeah, the period of uncertainty has kind of settled down a little bit. I don't know. Maybe yeah. because companies are bringing people back on or more. Yeah. Before?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what 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 are your <laughs> metrics? Then? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm, I'm curious. You about guys that. are the connecting payroll payroll as part of your uh, functionality. I mean, what do you guys? Seen as far as surveys or whatnot what what's moving the needle
2: reason why people are leaving oh man uh, there's a lot of them um so working remote right you kind of lose a sense of that team building right like yep. that, that that cooler water cooler talk is that what they call it where you can just yep. go and get a coffee yep. with your teammate it can be lonely right people are getting burnt out because they're forgetting to take breaks and they're yep. they're sitting in front of their computer Um, maybe management doesn't have the tools to engage with them and they're kind of losing a pulse for what's going on and how their employees are feeling. Um, the other piece is that so many employers change their view on, uh, remote work, right? And they were maybe against it before. And then now they're like, oh, well, we can save money and have people working remote, so now I can hire someone in Utah and that person, or I shouldn't use the any state, but you know, I can be living in a much cheaper uh state and go, hey, I'm gonna go work for this tech company in San Francisco that's gonna pay me more. Um, I actually just just recruited someone on my team because um he said to me, Hey, you know, I have three little ones at home, and my employer has required us all to go back into the office. And I kid you not, 80% of my peers have gotten COVID. And I don't want to get COVID. And, and I work better from home. And he's like, you know, I'm the type that I can just put my head down. I take my 30-minute break, but i get more done from the office. And that's the reason why he's coming over to Pay Velocity. So, I mean, there's a whole bunch of, of different reasons why. But, yeah, it's, it's definitely the talk of the town, the talk of the country. Yeah. <laughs> the it. yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah it, uh, it affects us all. That's for sure. It does. Yeah. Perfect. Well, um, lastly, i just leave you with this. Uh, as as far as, uh, I mean, Paylocity is, a, it seems like it's, a, you have a solution and a fit for all, all companies of all sizes. I mean, would that even include companies like typically we're talking about the large grouper space, which is we're talking about companies that have over a thousand employees and up. I mean, usually you start running into probably what Workday, Kronos ultimate out there. I mean, mm-hmm. is your is your platform up to bar with some of those um, uh, 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 platforms that are synonymous in that space?
2: Yeah, that's a great question, too. So I, we were we were built for the mid market. Right. So. Um, our average client size, probably one to 200 employees. We're not necessarily the workdays, right? And I always say, if Workday and Paylocity are in the same room, we're probably, one of us probably shouldn't be there. So I wouldn't say we're at that point yet. We're, you know, we're going to service okay. clients with, you know, 20. Well, we do have a client that has 25,000 employees, but every <laughs> case is a little bit different. But, you know, depending on your needs. Um, but, but certainly we're 3,700 employees. And we use our software and i'll tell you i came from a fortune 500 company before coming uh to Paylocity, and uh we didn't even have the tools that i have here today in terms of just employee self-service or the onboarding process so many different tools that i didn't have there that i have here that we service and and we have a little saying which is our hashtag doow which means that we drink our own wine so you'd be surprised how many of our competitors don't use their own software. So I hope that answers your question, right?
0: No, All of your competitors use Velocity software, from what I hear. (laughs) 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 That's what I heard.
2: Good answer, Mike. I like it.
0: Perfect. (laughs) All of them.
1: Well, I don't have anything else that you want
0: to I have nothing. How about you, Natasha? Anything else you want to say before we uh, end our session?
2: (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Just wanted to thank you guys. You know, this is a great opportunity for for me. I really appreciate the time being on your podcast, but also just what you're doing for the community, not just for, um, you know, professionals like me to give us a voice and give us time um, to share, but, um, for business owners that you all work with, I've seen some of your other um, podcasts that you've done and just giving your um, clients an opportunity to share with the public how what their company does and the value it brings. I think that's really important and what you're doing and and every time I talk to Ray, he is so strategic and always trying to 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 learn every bit and piece of, <laughs> of everything that he yeah. can. And I just think that 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 shows, you know, his dedication and, and your team's dedication to being true consultants. So thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being great partners and for always doing the best for your clients.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Natasha. That was very nice. Yeah, yeah. it was. Welcome. And you were an awesome guest. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. A natural podcaster. <laughs> I know you're natural. I <laughs> know, <laughs> but just like you said, I mean, we're very thankful for your partnership to have a company like Paylocity. we can bring to our clients that Ray can deliver and have your expertise behind it is i mean it's great for us it's a great benefit for our customers so we appreciate that also
2: yeah we need each other so thank you
1: (laughs) perfect well um again thank you very much for making the time today um hopefully everyone over everyone out there was able to uh take advantage of some of the knowledge we're going to be repurposing this uh content as well to everyone um but be sure to catch us on one of the various channels we're going to be
0: distributing this is and if you'd like to look into Paylocity for your company uh, as you heard Natasha said they have a great suite of services they can deliver you can get in touch with Ray Ray will connect you yeah and uh, see what they have to offer which actually brings up a point We
1: are more than happy to assist any business trying to go through the weeds. We work with HDM platforms in the market all the time, so we can bring in 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 best-in-class platforms for you to consider and help you vet that process out.
0: Thanks again for watching on The Insurance House. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Yeah.